Just being honest, Hugo said. Maddie, are you afraid of this dude? Maddie shook his head and said, Sorry, Monsieur de Laverne. Hugo comes uncensored. Real, you mean, Hugo said. Straight shooter, you mean. He then bet our visitors that he could lift any of them over his head, but got no takers. Once the nonsense stopped and the presentations were underway, I turned my scattered thoughts to my beautiful, brilliant, and somewhat capricious late grandmother, Hilda Angel. Although she died before any of us were born, we'd heard stories about her wild summer on a kibbutz when she was 17, her intrepid trips abroad on tramp steamers, and her high-flying life in New York and Paris. But what we'd first learned about her came in the form of a scandalous, handwritten codicil to her last will and testament that read, I am leaving Malcolm and Maud $100 because I feel that is all they deserve. Our father had framed and hung that big chop, what our family not so affectionately calls our parents' punishments, in the stairwell near the master bedroom, where we all saw it several times a day. Why had Graham Hilda disowned Malcolm? Maud, our very own tiger mom, had said that Hilda hadn't approved of the marriage. That must have meant Hilda hadn't approved of her. Maybe that was true, but I often wondered what else we hadn't been told. I tuned back into the men in gray as they itemized Graham Hilda's holdings, projected receipts, calculated interest rates, and translated international rates of exchange. I followed the back and forth up to a point. I asked questions, I made notes, but honestly the numbers were dense and dizzying, and although I'm a bit of a math whiz, this was a deluge of black ink and fine print with no apparent bottom line. Plus the millions of questions and doubts about James kept slipping into my thoughts like evil weeds. I tried, but I couldn't read a single face across the table. Were we bankrupt or not? Why were there so many papers for us to sign? Finally, I'd had enough. Excuse me, Monsieur de Laverne, I said. Will you summarize, please? Uncle Jacob will explain the details to us later. Of course, Mademoiselle Angel, de Laverne sniffed. Whatever you say, whatever you want or need. He took out a pen and a notepad from his briefcase. He said, The grandchildren's trust are equal. You four will each inherit. Scratching of pen on paper. This amount. He held up the pad so we could all see. We four kids sucked up all the air on our side of the table. I had hoped there would be enough money in Graham Hilda's bank account to pay for our food and housing and maybe college tuition for me, Harry, and Hugo. My most extreme wish hadn't even been close. Delaverne went on. But your grandmother was a careful woman. You won't get this money all at once. In fact, your inheritance will be divided into monthly payments and distributed to each of you over the next, um, 42 years. Your uncle will be your executor until you each reach your majority. Wait, I said. You're saying I'll get a monthly allowance until I'm... Fifty-eight years old? Exactly, said Graham Hilda's most trusted senior attorney. Unless you disgrace the family name. He tapped the stack of papers the four of us had to sign. The degree of disgrace will be determined by the five of us. Monsieur Potsmith, 
Simon and Bourgogne. Your Uncle Jacob and me, of course. Really? I would be responsible to four strangers and Jacob for the next forty-two years? By the way, our family was not exactly famous for following rules. So what exactly was their definition of disgrace? Your inheritance represents both a gift and a challenge, Gallivern continued, brightening for the first time in three hours. That was your grandmother's guiding principle, and we expect it will become yours as well. Once again, thoughts of James seeped into my unwilling mind. What we had was a gift and a challenge from the very beginning, and I was never one to back down from a challenge.